brilliant. <laughs> oh, a lot of breath on that one. <laughs> that was a little tough to hear. Oh or, man, hey, I'm wearing socks. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think to wear shoes for that one. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I had to like really stomp <laughs> to get it going. Hello, everyone. <sighs> My name is Josh. Welcome to the Chan Rand Podcast. If you didn't know, this is an explicit show, so I'm going to give you five seconds to listen to something else. That is five, four, three, two, one. Fuck! 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 I thought we were gonna do am I? Oh, I thought you were gonna do. I thought you were gonna do the pipe part while I did the drum part on Fox. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, right. Sorry, let me catch my breath. Fuck, 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 Fuck 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 you fuck 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 Fuck, 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 Rab says it best. Patreon dollars at work, people. Listeners can review the show on iTunes. Podbean, Stitcher, etc. Uh, you can send us emails at chainrant.com. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or if you're Australian, Snapchat. Check out the Chainrant store, chainrant.com. We got new merch. We do. It's very exciting, actually. Yeah, we finally got a shirt I actually might buy. Oh, the Bagpipe Baphomet shirt. Yes, this is yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Actually, I know I'm going to buy it because it's free for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, now, I have a question because there's red, black, and green. I want to do like the army green one. I'm going red for sure. Oh, the red, yeah. You gotta go Channing Rant Red. That's okay, man. But I, I do I understand that. The black is not bad because that's gonna be like a good metal shirt with See, good old I concert. Have, I don't have the skin tone to wear red. Yeah, I do. I, I pinks and reds are my kind of color. Yeah. Yeah, when I'm when I'm wear red, I look like a candy cane. <laughs> that's true. I'm too pale. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad, bad choice. Yeah, absolutely. But you always gotta offer a Channing Rant Red for people. Um, of course. So they can feel part of a team. Uh, this episode is brought to you by our patrons, patreon.com slash Channing those lovely folks who are watching this stream right now and uh, paying their one coffee a month to <laughs> experience <laughs> a shit show. <laughs> yeah, good luck with the rest of this episode. This last, is our last one of the year, probably. Probably, yeah, because we both have to travel. Uh, last but not least, invite and share with your friends on open. Hey, Josh. Yeah, let's go. You know what really sticks a fuck in my uh, little drummer boy? What is that? When you um, you come to the end of your pipe band year and you have a uh, you have a big meeting and every and everybody well not everybody comes was that a actually big, was no that a big it wasn't meeting? half half the people come to discuss the future of your organization band all the things that are going to happen uh, and then and then people just. Fight you all the way on. This it. is not going to be no future, no hope part two, is it? I hope not. No, 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 no. This is this, this is, is all future, all hope. 
See, one of my favorites. Episode title, Josh, Absolutely. when you're editing yeah, this. Yeah, when you're editing, remember. When you're this. editing this in March. <laughs> exactly. No, this is, this is, okay, one of my favorite stories of all time. I uh, Like, when I watch movies and things that really uh, uh, resonate with me are, is always the turnaround story. So I love that moment. The underdog. No, not necessarily the underdog, but that too. But that moment when the hero, the protagonist, whatever it is, maybe hits rock bottom, whatever it might be, but then makes a decision. And the decision point is the important point. And you see this in like potentially Rocky movies. One of my favorite movies of all time is so called Ravenous. Point, Let me finish. <laughs> this this movie Ravenous where the hero basically is just down and out and he finally makes this decision. To, he's like, I'm just going to fight the evil, man. I'm just going to... I'm just going to do it. He was a coward the whole movie, right? And uh, that's the that's the moment here. I think this is where we're at. Like I made a decision and we'll we'll see if hope comes oh, back. Oh, I was I was going to draw a completely different parallel oh, from okay. Ravenous. I was going to draw like a Batman v Superman parallel. Like at what point did you at what point as you were about to stab your band with the kryptonite spear did you realize their mom's name was Martha too? And you I, just stopped. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie, but I know where you're... I, 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 now I get it. Is that what happened in that movie? That's what happened. That was the whole That's, climax. That was what they... Just Wait, the our, moms, mothers our moms had the same name? Oh, I guess we're... I guess we can relate to each other. Uh, yeah, I guess... Uh, no, that was not it. <laughs> what I did feel... Jesus come to Christ. Realize. How much Taco Bell? I haven't had any Taco Bell. Oh, wait, last night I did. You're right. That's, it takes about that much time, so... Um, <laughs> the mental math in my head. <laughs> so anyway, uh, what was the question? Uh, so so what? So describe your experience. I mean, we have we have a lot to get into. Yeah, should we uh, wait? That's our topic, I guess. But that's that's kind of our topic. So we can get into kind of the AGM and like you. Is it so? Is this like a no hope, no fate redux, or have you? Are you back on the upside? I'm on the upside. See, okay, so this will be interesting. This and if we tease it now and then deliver later. People will listen to the whole episode and uh, we'll get more views. Yes. So that's and it's know, all about the views, people. Yeah. Uh, welcome to capitalism. And buy, the, buy the new shirt. <laughs> yeah, buy the new shirt. <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, so real quick, I want to do a plug for Shatter the Moon. Yeah, you guys didn't get to hear it, but you definitely saw it. But that's okay. Go to uh, shatterthemoonband.com or our YouTube channel and watch the video. Yeah, there's some. There's a couple decent. There's a cameo in the f- music video video. From uh, the man, the myth, the no longer biped himself. <laughs> it's the last video of, of last, Angus walking. There's last proof of last proof of Angus walking upright. <laughs> yeah, I don't want. I don't want to get too far. Into Boy, we timed the recording of that video. Uh, on yeah, per, uh, God, thank God we got it in when we did. Uh, when when the four episodes that haven't been edited come out, uh, you all will learn about this. Uh, so if you're following on the audio podcast, you already know this, but yeah, my, uh, 77 year old father fell and broke his leg because he was too stubborn to use a cane. And <laughs> I would, I would give him more shit if I wasn't also a stubborn bastard. Oh yeah. This is going to be you in 40 years. See, but for <clears throat> me, like for me, I tried this with him and this would definitely work on me. Like when I'm an old man, if I ever make it that far. Like, what would work on me is you're like, oh, but this is a sword cane. So know. if you gave me a sword cane, I would always have oh, my sword cane. cane. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because I'd be like, well, like, yeah, because sh- even if I didn't need it, I'd be like, oh, sweet. Like, I got a fucking sword if I need to. That's how you convince old people to use canes, by the way. I figured this out. Yeah. Too late. I figured it out too late. <laughs> 
But yeah, no, he fell, broke his femur, and it's awesome. It's super fun. Yeah. Super fun helping a 250-pound man wipe his ass. This is this is what all EMTs and nurses do, kids. Except they get paid. <laughs> all right, so fast forward real quick. Mm, I wouldn't even say 20 years. Let's give it 10. Somewhere in downtown Las Vegas. Yes. Josh, I like the setting. Josh and Scrubs uh, walks into Fusco's apartment to wipe his ass because he can't get himself to the toilet. There's no way my ass is holding out another 10 years. No, no not in a million years. Maybe... Yeah. Maybe 10. I would just drill a <laughs> hole in your bed. <laughs> just I'd, put a I'd, bedpan I'd in there. A, yeah, drill a hole. I'd put a bedpan, drill a hole through the mattress, through the bottom part of your bed, and just have a bucket. That's a great idea. Because the bedpan ain't going to hold. No, I've you, seen. I've, you, I've stayed in hotels with you. What do they call those um, things like from the thousand years ago? The, the piss bucket or the shit bucket, whatever they called it. Oh, there's a word for that. Yeah, I don't I know. I know that like in royalty, there was the master of stool, the person who would like remove <laughs> that really the king thing? shit bucket. Oh yeah. Well, that's I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, no, but a bedpan ain't gonna do it for you, man. We've stayed together in hotels oh my God. way too often. Oh my god, I poop like three times a day, and they're all huge. Yeah, there's no way. It's probably Taco Bell, but uh, it's <laughs> is he, it's my addiction is he to Taco, Taco Bell. Bell? <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's coming. By the way, the only I, person that's eaten more Taco Bell than you is the Chihuahua from the Yo Quiero Taco Bell commercials, and he's dead <laughs> from eating Taco Bell. I'll be honest. I, somebody that can challenge me in my Taco Bell addiction is Zach, the singer of my band, the bass player singer. Zach he can do it. Loves Taco Bell. Oh my like god. him and I are like fucking. It's great. We. we I want to do it. a taco off. Oh my god! If we get how many boxes of tacos? Because they do the box. They do. There's like a number ten or number something that's like twenty tacos or some shit. I don't so know. So who can eat more Taco Bell tacos? That's. That's going for content. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm, <laughs> I am. I am legitimately content. Interested. Or, or sorry, not talk about content. Shadow of the Moon content. Ja- Zach versus yeah, me. Like, I bet I'm, you. I'm interested, and you have money. So that's right. I'll, oh yeah, we can afford it. Well, I can. But <laughs> Zach's. I that would be. That would be. Pretty I would good. happily film that bit. Can we to, film the after effect? Like the Marvel credit scene will be us just fucking you losing guys could our do shit that. on the toilet. You, got, you have to teach your boys how to do like we used to do when we were separated, and you had to do it on your phone. Just record everything. Yeah, you gotta yeah record everything always, yeah, and then just drop it in a drive. They're bad at that. Yeah, but we'll, we're training them, so it'll be fine. Well, but yeah, but that's no, a good. That's a good bit. That, I would be interested to know because I've seen you put fucking down some Taco Bell. Oh, I can put down tacos like any tacos doesn't matter, but Taco Bell. Yeah, Zach, I wanna, Zach can kill Taco Bell. I kind of want to. I kind of want to see the Zach v. Fusco. <laughs> that's, good, that's a good idea. <laughs> Somebody write that down. Where's my oh, fuck? I didn't bring my idea. Notebook. You didn't bring your notebook. Um, but I'm anyway. just gonna put it under the uh, under the even open notes. <laughs> Zach, the Taco v. Bell thing. Fusco. I'm curious, Rab. Rab's out there. When you Taco were in the U.S., Rab, Bell. did you ever get to sample Taco Bell? Because it is arguably the greatest fast food. Well, if he had diarrhea, he definitely got to sample Taco Bell. <laughs> Not all Taco Bell is the same. I'll tell you what, California Taco Bells are terrible. All right, to- uh, I'm going to trust you to keep up on the comments, and I'm going to keep moving through stuff. Do That's we fine. have comments we have to address? Nope. Okay, cool. Uh, life checks. How you doing, bud? Jesus Christ. It's too early for life checks. Life checks is the start of the show. I do have some exciting news in my life. Oh, are you getting engaged again? No. For the first time... <laughs> Son of a bitch. For the first time in 11 years... Eh, 10... Yeah, 11 years... You ready? Drum roll. Give me a drum roll. I have health insurance. Motherfucker. 
<laughs> Look at you. Thank you, Obamacare. Uh, I can now afford health insurance thanks to an incredible um, government subsidy for people who are poor. Oh, this is... I've been... I, that's, you might want to look into this because... I've oh, had this. I'm not talking like free, not like Medicare. But oh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm on, paying for I'm it. On, I'm on Medicare. Oh, no, no. I'm paying for it, but it's just incredibly cheap. Uh, finally, the exchange opened this year again, and I can afford health care. Thank you, thank you, Dojo, for not paying me minimum wage. (laughs) Thank you, Dojo, for not paying me enough to get (laughs) healthcare. Well, they don't supply it, but uh, you know, hey, right, hey. Speaking of which, uh, (laughs) channerant.com slash suck less. Get your, get yeah, absolutely. Trust me, this this healthcare ain't cheap, but like, help me out, people. Get your one dollar thirty day premium test drive. That's right, right. That's the whole thing. I I think so. I don't remember which ad we're running right now, but yeah, sure. You always give me shit all the time. One dollar for thirty days premium, and then you get get uh, shit on by either rat. Um, sorry, not Rab. Uh, Cam, no, you got to pay thirty to get or, shit on by or, Rab or Tim or Tim Gatehouse. Either also, one of them. Rab will shit Matheson, on you not Rab Lennox. Right? Different. No, I meant Rab Matheson or Cam Drummond, our our good friend of the show, Cam Drummond. Uh, they will shit on your uh, playing for executive producer of the show, Cam Drummond. <laughs> future, future uh, third wheel um, when we can move him to the U.S. But. Uh, but yeah, anyway, um, very exciting times. I, 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 I finally bought health insurance and it's, so, so have I'm you scared. gone, have you gone to the dentist? Have you gone to the doctor? Have you it gone doesn't the, kick in till January one, but I paid for it. Have you gone to the cardiologist? I haven't been to anything in 11 years. I haven't been to anything in like seven. I went to the dentist r- right before I went to Ireland because I had a, like this a is crown one of the things on. that's going to be fun for our, uh, a international inter- audience. Cause they're all like. What are you talking about? Everything you can't is amazing. Just go to the doctor. And it's <laughs> you can't free? go to the doctor or dentist and just have shit done. No, you can't, people. One time, one time, uh, I, this came up on one of my interviews. One time, I got five stitches in my hand because I cut myself with a saw. I had health insurance. The hospital didn't bill my health insurance, mm-hmm. and then billed me a thousand and thirty dollars. For the hospital stay. Oh, I got, I got, I can. And then I got collection. They immediately sent me to collections, and I got collections notices for years. Mm-hmm. And then I went to go check up on it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this shit?" And they're like, "Oh, well, no, never mind. Like, we sorted it out. It's all fine. Still on my credit report." Oh yeah, yeah. No, they they love to fuck you over. They're monsters. It's 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 a horrible system, and I will go to my grave. And all my conservative family who are all super conservative, like. I just want you to know that this is this is what you everybody ask for. everybody is until they're super sick. And yeah, everybody's conservative because they don't want to spend tax money that they're not paying themselves anyway for this. But anyway, let me tell you a fucking story. When I was twenty three ish years old, right after college, I got my first job. I was working for GE General Electric. So lucky! I got so lucky. International, yeah. Um, I got so lucky because I got my job. My health insurance kicked in right away because when you work for a major corporation, like it's usually pretty good insurance. Within like literally within four months, like I had appendicitis, right? Appendix went to shit and I didn't know like hospital stay, surgery, like immediately you go right under the fucking knife. They cut it out because it's dangerous. If well, you otherwise it kills you. Yeah, it kills you. Like, and I saw the bill for it because same, a very similar situation happened where it went to my house or whatever it was. It was like, it was like sixty grand, and if, like I didn't have they didn't send me collections. None of that happened because my insurance took care of it. But I was like, "Holy fuck!" Oh, <laughs> I was like in a hospital for like two days. They threw me out as quick as they could. Um, 
So I do I do poor people insurance right now because I'm uh, applying for jobs. Mm-hmm. That's a fancy way of being uh, very either self-employed or unemployed. Right. And it was like, so I I have a persistent condition. I've talked about it on the show before. I have uh, psoriatic arthritis and right. psoriasis. So it's like, okay, like I get like shots, basically. Mm-hmm. That like make, steroids or whatever? Yeah, they make my skin and nails and hair not fall out. Right. And uh, I, I can't wait till you end up bald like Robert Watt and we get to make jokes about you. About me looking like a <laughs> cock with teeth. Dude, I would look like the discount Lex Luthor <laughs> with my big ass fucking nose. Oh, There's I can't no wait. way. Yeah, oh, like, it's going to be great. My big ass nose and like gingerness, it'd be like discount Lex Luthor. <laughs> but so like I do shots and whatever. And I remember I was talking to my folks and my parents don't fully understand what it's like to be, you know, not immune deficient 30 years into a uh, retirement right and, and with government jobs yeah with, incredible with government coverage. jobs and amazing coverage yeah and i was like well yeah like basically uh like you know like my skin's falling off my nails are falling out and it's horrible and like well well what if you know if you don't get covered what's the cost of the treatment and i was like well i have to get two shots uh basically like once a month mm-hmm. and it's thirty thousand dollars a shot without coverage <laughs> Oh my god! Oh. And they're like, oh, and like, don't be wrong. I luckily I'm poor, so I qualified for poor people coverage, right? So I get a different shot that's not as effective, but it's th- like every four weeks. But it fucking does, but it's okay. like half the job. So good, enough. dude. Better than nothing. I it's haven't like, dis- I haven't disintegrated in front of you. It does like half the job. So it's like every like every sexual experience I've ever had, like. Yeah, it's Every close. sexual experience you ever had was half the job. It's like pretty close. It's like, eh, I got her like halfway there. You, know you I mean? oh, so she got you all the way. There. Oh, of course. Like, but you got her half. I'm very selfish. I'm a selfish lover. That doesn't surprise <laughs> me. Unless I have whiskey dick, I'm a selfish lover. I'll tell you what. See, I'm a greedy lover. Explain. So the way that I look at it this, is, <laughs> this is the Christmas episode, by the way. It's Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's funny. I've already explained this to my significant other, so she she already knows. So oh, she Megan, learned this from experience. So Megan, Megan you can't get me in trouble. Have, yeah, yeah, you can't get me. Yeah, can't get me in trouble for this. <laughs> so I was always a person because you know I typically punch above my weight class. Girls prettier than me. That's not hard to do. It's shocking. Yeah, yeah. I'm you know I'm I've a ha- seen, I'm well. a hatchet faced prick. Like <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> you're not you're not going to tell me anything I don't already know. <laughs> that's a great that's a great line. But uh, but yeah, so basically my my math that I use on this situation is always like give more than you receive. No, that's your mus- musician mentality. Like I have oh, no, no I have no worth, so I need to provide value. Yeah. Otherwise, the thing I'm useless. For, the thing for me is like because because it'll create a mindset. Sorry, uh, when when my significant other eventually sees this, but it'll create a mindset. Well, actually, I've done this with multiple people. Where it's like, yeah, like, <laughs> hey, like, let's 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 give three for you and one for me, because you know, is that male, the ratio? Is that the successful ratio? Typically, because like a male's refractory period, right? It's long, it's long, it's a long period of time. So you, yeah, you're right. So if you if you overload the first, and just be like, here's you, bang bang bang, here's me, boom, snuggle, cuddle, let's watch Emily in Paris. <laughs> You're so gay, dude. <laughs> uh, Josh is the gayest heterosexual I've ever known. And you're just like, yeah, like that that creates a deficit that can never be repaid. Yeah, like you're you're banking. 
you're banking. You're, you're, you're you've got a savings account from. Uh, Not to mention the fact that I'm an alcoholic. A sexual so savings account. Sometimes I just don't. <laughs> you don't? Yeah, sometimes it's like, eh. Nah, not tonight. <laughs> you good? Okay. All right, I'm going to sleep because, quite frankly, it's been a hell of a day. <laughs> Twenty-hour days are rough. <laughs> Listen, anxiety is a hell of a drug. Uh, it'll fuck you up, man. When like I don't know you don't know I, where your next I don't know that I'm super anxious. Are you? Oh, you are probably you? do. I bet you you do. You, like you have like PTSD or something of that nature. I bet. Yeah. Oh, I have. I don't think I have. Not like anxiety. Like people that like. You know, get the shakes and that kind of thing. Like, not like a excitement. But what's attack, what's your what's like, your anxiety perf- like present as? Because it's because it's all kind of the same demon. It just presents differently, right? I think so. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, well, it could be anything from like a drinking problem. Well, to... you should just know that we both have that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that um, should that shouldn't give you anxiety. Uh, so no, no, no. It doesn't give me anxiety, but it's it's a uh, it's a sign that you're trying to self medicate against an anxiety issue. Or I also have theories that I have uh, ADHD or something, but it could be one of the other because they're very similar. <laughs> I would, I would happily support a theory that <laughs> you have one of those ADHD. Two. But I think a lot of those two things are. I've tied. known you for what almost twenty what, eighteen uh, years, something uh, like that. Easily eighteen years. Yeah, oh, I could I could see you having a little bit of ADHD. Oh my god, you're uh, squirrely. Oh, big time. It's either that or anxiety, but I I came across an ad recently where it was like all these symptoms for anxiety. I'm like, oh my god! Like, but I've never had an anxiety stop. attack per se. You know what I mean? Like, you I don't stop get IMDBing shit. No, it wasn't IMDB. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you mean what? <laughs> That's yeah. movies and shit. No, the International Medical Database. IMDB is the. International movie database. Oh, that's not that's not <laughs> medical. No, <laughs> that explains why I see Tom Hardy so much. There, <laughs> you see, see Thomas Howell. You are like, oh my god, I I can relate to this guy. No, <laughs> IMDb is the movie. See page. Thomas Howell. That's your. <laughs> he, I love that guy. That's as a, a fucking deep kid. Fucking cut, dude. Deep cut, man. That guy. I used to wonder, like in the nineties, like whatever happened to that guy? Because he was awesome. I loved Drugs, him in the eighties, probably. Probably you're right. Like all like same, all eighties actors. Yeah, the same thing that happened to everyone in the eighties. Who's who, who's Iron Man? Uh Robert Downey Jr. Unlike uh Robert Downey Jr., C. Thomas Hell did not come out of that correctly. <laughs> he didn't bounce back. <laughs> didn't bounce back from from that sweet, sweet uh outsiders money that he got. Uh but <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that was an awesome uh four hundred and fifty dollars like on Mar- outsiders. Dude, that was like a Martin Scorsese film or the other guy, the one of the two guys, I forget. But anyway, um what the fuck are we talking about? Oh, anxiety anxiety issues. Um what? <laughs> So so, how has your therapy been going, Fusco? I well, now I might be able to afford it because now I have health insurance. People, <laughs> you're can. gonna see a gentler, happier Fusco pipe major Fusco uh, <laughs> at pipe end. Probably not because I'm an angry motherfucker. But <sighs> we shall see. Damn. Yeah. So um, anyway, so the so the anxiety thing, man, that comes up. I'm starting to think. I've never had anxiety. Well, maybe one time in my life I had an anxiety attack back when I was like super broke about six years ago when I was like, like I'm, I'm like a couple lessons away from like homelessness. Like it was like, it got real hairy there for a little while. It wasn't quite that extreme, but it was close enough where I was like up at night worrying about it. Right. I've talked about this before, but, and I haven't been that in a long time, but, um, but it, it like creeps into your life in, in little ways from as I understand, which I've only learned recently because I'm starting to look into things. And it's like um 
you know, obviously like, well, drinking problems, anger issues, um, like lashing out at things, uh, like the fuck that I can't stop moving. There's like, that's a huge thing, you know, but then again, that could also just be drummer syndrome. Tappy Fox. We were just happy Fox. I mean, I just do that. I've been done that since I was like 13 years old. So I don't know. It's a whole thing. Uh, oh, what's next on the list? Come on, move on. Oh, yep. Sorry. Uh, but thank you for vision into your psyche. <laughs> it's very scary out there. Hey, guys, if you're not on the Chanaran Discord, should be. Chanaran.com slash Discord? You recently became part of the Dojo Discord. Yes, uh, yeah, I realized that my uh, idea for the Chanaran Discord was not only hijacked, but also improved distinctly by Andrew Douglas. Well, everything he does is an improvement. I mean, he, that's just what he does. He analyzes not, and analyzes and analyzes. I'm not upset. I was just like, holy shit, this is dope. Yeah, no, it's it's good. And he keeps, I mean, people complain because it's tough to... When you first get on Discord and you don't know how to mute shit, it's like overwhelming because every it's like nonstop pinging. It's not so. This this might be a generational gap for me, just because I know how to manage you know how to applications <laughs> in order to only get the important notifications, right? Like that's that's a thing that just I inherently grew up with. So I'm not that worried about like, oh, I'm going to get blown up by notifications 24-7. No, it's just, you know, you just mute the ones that don't involve you. Mm-hmm. If someone asks me, I'll get a notification. It will tell you, yes. But it's also a learning curve. And the thing that blows my mind <laughs> consistently when it comes to fucking boomers and technology <laughs> is like, well, you know, if you don't if you don't put the right thirty sixty mixture in this carburetor, this truck ain't gonna run. And then they're like, Why can't I work this app? I'm like, No, it's the same thing. Like you just modify it to do what you want it to do. Right. Like it's it's simple stuff. But here's the thing though, we apparently need to have maybe a we need to have like a education session. By the way, the dojo has those called orientation sessions. Where they teach you how to use the technology so that you can manage it so that it works for you. But I'm also blown away, and I'm going to go on a boomer rant. <laughs> go ahead. We've got all nothing but time. I have, I have the distinct fortune of being raised by two parents that never really had to know, to do, know how to do anything and got paid. Well, it's government life, government jobs. Yeah, like, like, you know, like you get a government job and you don't really, like... My father, as much as I love him, had a secretary to take his typed up emails and put them into an email. <laughs> did he type in a typewriter? Like, how did he do it? I have no fucking. I think he. <laughs> I think he just like put it on his computer, and she had to go into his office and fix it, and then send it. Right. That sounds like that sounds like me as pipe major and Camille as my assistant to the pipe major. And I and <laughs> that's the kind of thing that frustrates me as I'm like you know buying Mexican drugs on the street market to have like to have like Advair or something. You're like, talking about like when that time you're at the fourth floor of the parking garage yeah. up above the California No, no, no. Hotel. I'm talking about I'm talking about like medicine. Oh, actual medicine. Yeah, okay, it's like, sorry. oh, well, I can't afford health insurance. Like, why? I'm like, well, because... Uh, because capitalism I'm, is a joke, people. Yeah, <laughs> because strangely <laughs> enough, I know how to do like a thousand things, but I wasn't old enough at the right time. 
I've got no pension and no fucking health insurance, people. I had the same thing when I was fucking working back when I used to work corporate and I had to like I'd have my bosses send me stuff in the middle of my work day that had nothing to do with me and be like, Can you convert this to a PDF? <laughs> and I'm like How do you not know this? I'm not tech. Yeah, you're just a marketing guy. Or conceptually, you're supposed to be anyway. That's okay. It's all it's a it's a big fucking stupid snake that's gonna eat its own tail. So I'm not too worried. <laughs> when when American society eventually falls apart, because about every three hundred years, that's what happens. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll see who's laughing last when when we're how hold up in Josh's house with a lot of guns and a and a penchant for supporting each other just much like the certain crews of uh the walking dead but anyway did we plug discord you just that's why that's why we're on the sidebar <laughs> all right uh joe brady x isla oh i don't think we're supposed to talk about this we're not supposed to talk about no this? i'm just kidding i don't care isla has the hots for joe brady you heard it here first yep you heard it here first so fusco what's new at the dojo are we doing an ad or is this for real? A real question. No, I'm, I'm asking you what's <laughs> Do new. Do I need to go into marketing mode or? What's no. new? <laughs> oh, my God. So there's so many new things at the dojo. One, which we're going to talk about in our topic of the week if we ever get there, is um, how great the freedom phase and more importantly, the 11 commandments can be for you. I didn't know about the 11 commandments, so I haven't logged in in a while. Correct. That's new in the last three, three to four months, maybe. So, Dojo is giving people until January 1st, essentially, to do the 11 commandments slash five challenges. And then <clears throat> January 1, the five phases lock down until you do finish those. So, essentially, what I love about this, and this is people hate this because it changes their mentality, is the 11 commandments teaches you how to learn. And this is a significant part of anything. It doesn't matter what you're well, doing. Because school doesn't teach you how to learn. No. Well, college, I think, does a little bit, but not high school. By the time you get there, you already have too many bad habits. You're already fucked. It's just like when you're playing in a service band or like a low-level band, and then you get to the dojo. Yeah, it's a little too late. Sometimes. sometimes. It's never too late, dude. The human brain. Well, it depends on your your mentality, though. It's all about if you're open-minded, it's not too late. But for most people, especially adult learners, that's the problem. But anyway, the, the thing about the 11 commandments and the five challenges is Andrew's trying to set down like, all right, one thing we need to all agree upon is that we need to learn how to learn first and or learn how to let go of our ego and all the various things that go into this that. This is very like Pi May and Kill Bill. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen it. But yes, maybe. I've never seen Kill Bill. <coughs> I'm not into samurai shit. Like karate movies don't interest me. Any of that. So I was like, I love, old... I love, what's his name? Dave Carradine. No, no, no. The, 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 the director. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Love him, but I'm just not in a Yeah, you should you release. should sit down and watch Kill Bill. Should I? All right, I will. I, I both both parts. One okay. and two. <laughs> but the point is, learn how to learn first. Learn what's effective as a learner and then do the learning part. And that and that's it it okay, so it's getting some resistance. People are resistant to it at first because it forces you to come to terms with the reality of where you're at and what your process is. Nobody wants to change the process, <clears throat> you know, and that's the problem with pipers, pipe mans. The traditional model is that we we think we know everything, but we don't. 
but we all think we do, and um, we're all guilty. I'm guilty. Well, you, get, you get into a like self-improvement versus self-destruction argument. Sure, potentially, like a whole Fight Club thing, right? <laughs> masturbation, <laughs> right? So um, self-improvement is masturbation or whatever. But, um, but yeah, the idea is to like break down the walls of like what gets in our way, and that's really important part of this. So anyway, that's what's good new at the dojo, January 1st. You're fucked. You got to go through those challenges. Guess what you're going to have to do? You're going to have to listen to pipes for two hours a day for a week. Is that so bad? Like, I don't know. That doesn't sound it's so bad. It's only bad if you don't like. If you don't like pipe music. <laughs> but if, why are you playing this instrument if that, you know? So anyway, that's what's going on. Join the dojo. What is it again? Chenarant.com slash suck less. Matt, Matt Biggs just joined the dojo. dojo thanks to us. Thanks, Matt, yeah. for joining the dojo, by the way. Drummer Matt. Drummer Matt. He's learning pipes as well. He like plays lots of different things. And um, Matt Biggs out of Utah. He's uh, he's going to try the dojo method and see what happens. So I'm skipping around here. We recently got to hang out with JD Ingram and Eminem and Eminem and Eminem. We did. He came to town last weekend, which was quite quite exciting. It was good fun. I'll tell you my honest opinion. Of course. Whenever somebody comes to town, I'm like, fuck. Why do they come to town? And like, then I'm you're all like... Literally, when I was pulling up to the fucking place, you guys were hanging out, and I'm like, I just played. I had two gigs that morning. I'm like, oh, fuck, I gotta go socialize. I'm like, I don't want to do this. And you brought him somewhere downtown, and, we, and I showed up, and I'm like, I could just go home. I could just easily go home and not do this, <laughs> right? And I walk in, I meet him. Like, this is great. I love this guy. Yeah, he's a great yeah. guy. <laughs> like, this is it's, awesome. It's it's the classic. It's a classic Vegas band thing of like, oh, someone's in town. We got to take him out. We got to show him a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, sounds and like then so as soon funny. as we're hanging out, it's it's the pipe band mentality, man. It's always just like people are like, oh, shit, yeah. Strangely enough, we get along. It's just weird how that happens. It is. And JD's a good dude. For JD's that also awesome helps. Dude. Occasionally uh, running dickheads. But he was there for his little bro's birthday. Rowdy's right. awesome as well. His little brother turned 21. Turned they 21. Whole and Vegas thing. Oh, man. They did a strip club thing. It was thing, a rough go. The gambling thing. They did everything that's like the Vegas thing. Well, and Raddy doesn't really drink. No. Yeah, so he was, he was just like, he, but he held his own. He, he did all right. Yeah, he did good. I met him. He did this whole thing. I'm going to show it to the camera. Stand up for a second. Of course. So when he met me, I walked into this bar. Oh, I have to stand up as well. Yeah, you're going to stand up right here so the camera can see it. So he, so like I sit down. I was like, I see JD, and I walk up to JD, and I'm like, hey. And he was like hesitant. He wasn't going to hug me. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Stand the fuck up. We're going to hug. So we hug JD, and then I meet his brother, and he comes, and he's like, Like really uncomfortable right now. Yeah, he did this whole like very genuine. He's a bit spiritual and or insane. He, he's he's on the line. I don't know which way to judge it, but it's he somewhere he in. did the double hand over hand handshake. I'm like, I'm like looking around. Like, is this well, a, he is like am I in camera? Like, what's happening right now? He is an actor. <laughs> is he? Wow. I thought he was a farmer. JD said he was like lives. He grew up on a farm or some shit. Oh, was that all an act? I don't have fucking no idea. So <laughs> I was very, and he was also drunk as shit. Oh yeah, he got drunk really fast. Yeah. I didn't. Here, here's how I knew I had a problem, because these guys were hanging after like two bars, and I was like, "Oh man, we're not even started." Right. Oh, it was early, but granted, they they were they were like all weekend. So, <laughs> so let's see, what night was it? Must have been what night did I meet you guys? Did you meet us out? Was it Saturday or it must have been Saturday? 
so JD, like, like I went home, we hung out. He's like, Hey, let's get together later. And I went home and took a nap cause it was a fucking long goddamn day. And so I started messaging him at like eight o'clock. Hey man, let's, you know, I'm starting to get my second wind. Uh, let's make it happen. And I'm like, you guys want to get something to eat? He's like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. So like, like it was like nine thirty by the time we actually got it together, and I took him to Latai because that's where I take everybody. Um, it's a great, place. and he was staying at El Cortez, which is right across the street. So, met him at El Cortez. His friend never made it. The other, the brother never made it. It was just him and I. And I was like, oh, this, we're having a great time. JD and I fucking eating spring rolls and goddamn curry or whatever the fuck. We had a great time. Three color curry at Latai. <laughs> that's fucking phenomenal. Superb. Oh my god. So uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. JD is about what you'd expect what you see on the air is what he is and i really appreciate that he's a he's a good dude i am on board i'm on team jd right now we yeah do, he they were they were both very fun let's create team joe brady and team jd shirts because they will appreciate that on the east coast who's gonna know the difference i don't know they look very similar they're both scrawny little people <laughs> <laughs> joe's got a rich wife jd's got a hot wife not to say that the each others are not the same but that's the the most significant thing that Rowdy, rowdy's me. probably got a mail order wife by now, he probably does. Do we tell that story? <laughs> should we leave him? We leave that hanging. Leave, yeah. Let me. Let's just say there was some interesting shit happening. So uh, we're <laughs> we're getting we're getting far ahead. I got to do some quick yeah do your thing plugs, man. and then we got to get to topic. You get okay that? Yeah, do it. Episode two, episode two hundred of the Chain Ran Podcast. What will it be? Why will it be? Uh, just everything quitting. Stay tuned. New merch, chandorant.com slash store. Check out the Baphomet tea. I think that's what it's called. I don't know what you called it, but it's a good one. Still way behind on audio edits. It's Sorry, a, kids. It's you a should Baphomet. Be, you should be a like. Patreon, and then you wouldn't have to wait. <laughs> exactly. But they won't get that tip until um, hmm, February. What does Fusco want for Christmas? Is that a genuine question? I'm assuming a good pipe band. That would be amazing. Not no. I don't even want a good well, I would love a good pipe band, but I just want I want people that care and try and work towards it. Cause you can't I mean, good bad is luck a little bit, a little bit talent, a little bit God's gift, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I just want but I guarantee you what you're not gonna have is a good player if they don't attempt it. It doesn't matter how much talent you have. Once you hit your max talent, it, it it's all the same, right? So I just want people that care and want to go for it. You know what I mean? This episode brought to you by the following sponsor. This episode of the Chanarant Podcast is brought to you by McClellan Bagpipes, proudly made in North America by artesian bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Eust, Scotland. At McClellan Bagpipes, they don't strive to be the biggest, fastest, or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of the best-sounding and most beautiful-looking bagpipes in the world since their beginning in 1988. Over the years, McClellan Bagpipes has established a solid reputation for rich, warm, and stable tone, created with incredible craftsmanship and instruments of heirloom quality and unparalleled beauty. Head to BespokeBagpipes.com to learn more about their innovations like the new Elevation Chanter, which features a lower-pitched richness inspired by the classic top hand of older chanters and sustainable solutions like the Revelation Bagpipe, a Delrin instrument featuring Bohr's line with a cellulose polymer sleeve giving you the structural benefits of a Delrin instrument while maintaining a refined wood-like sound. 
Check out McClellan Bagpipes' diverse line of instruments and learn more about their restoration work on vintage bagpipes by visiting their website at bespokebagpipes.com. McClellan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. And we're back. Welcome back to the Chanaran <laughs> Podcast. Our topic is the AGM Aftermath. <sighs> oh my God, people, it's so dramatic. There's so, so much going on. So I... Can hang no, up on everybody real quick? I'm no longer, no longer on the board. You are not. So I only get snips and snippets of what's going on. Oh, you want, oh, you want to do this? Oh, God. You don't want to do it? Oh, send it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to sip, though, because no, I, I can sip 101 bourbon. Just via being a dirty, dirty redneck. Got to take these goddamn goggles off. <laughs> can't see shit in this can't light. The lighting here is terrible. <laughs> makes mm. my penis look bigger, but other than that, it's useless. Blasted tits. Uh, that was a funny thing that a lot of people did when they came to the concert that were Chanaraners, and they're just like, I don't recognize you. You have eyes. <laughs> Very beady eyes, but you have eyes nonetheless. <laughs> it's like, uh, have you seen Good Omens? It's like Crowley. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's so many people that were at that show that like came, like performers, that probably has only ever seen you on the show. Probably so they wouldn't have never know. seen my eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I never thought of that. Yeah, they're blue and sexual. Is there, is there a joke there that I'm missing? No, it's just how my eyes are. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> very good point. That's exactly me. I so, wear these. I wear these to protect you. Yeah, it's all about <laughs> protecting the ladies. Because yeah. and well, some of the men, to be honest. Although nobody, nobody needs to know. No. <sighs> We're all like we're all on the spectrum somewhere, people. So how'd the AGM go? Speaking of spectrums. So AGM. Band AGM. You're talking about? I have I haven't been to a different one. Annual general meeting as it stands for those internationally that don't bother to have a nonprofit organization. Alpha golf motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so once a year, every, most bands in the US, probably Canada having a meeting where they decide on like essentially they discuss what's going to happen for the next year more or less <sighs> this was like nuke it time like if you heard the no hope episode which most of you have probably i was dark full-on ready to nuke it uh, it's pretty dark and i swear to god like a week ago well a week before the meeting we had a meeting with myself josh mike and tim the two lead drummers the four of us about like what what are we what what are we gonna do going forward, and that was where I realized that Josh did not realize how serious I was about on the No Hope episode. He was, I was like, not, I did not realize it at all. He had no fucking. He was I like, thought you, I oh, thought you were doing a bit. No, I was not doing a bit. This was that was one hundred percent my feelings. <laughs> there was no no joke about that at all. And like we had this meeting with the two drummers and we're like discussing like where we go from here, and Mike the quote unquote lead tip more or less uh fuck face if it, it, for fuck the face. for channel yeah, fans fuck, fuck face. face uh or covid mike as we now call him <laughs> I, I think he prefers <laughs> fuck face he does <laughs> that's how bad covid mike is it's um, not a good nickname but anyway he was like man i listened to your episode about no hope that was like the first one he listened to ever and i'm like oh that's that's not good but anyway he was like i had no idea that you felt this way 
and he he was very supportive, as was Tim. Tim is always a good guy. Uh, Tim is chum, by the way. For chum. Those. Yeah, chum, the very handsome New Zealander. Fuck face and chum. <laughs> That's a great pair name. It's it's Fuko McGurgan and Fuckface and Chum. Fuckface and Chum. <laughs> But anyway, we had this we had this meeting, and let's get to the point. Um, where I presented, I sent out an email where I essentially said uh, this will not continue in the future. So we have three major choices: one, vote me out, and then somebody else comes in and leads it, which is fine. I have no hard feelings. I've done this a long time. I I promise you, this will be easier for me if you do this. I will not be mad. Two, that was your hopeful. I was choice. that was my hopeful choice. Two, quit the band. Like, you can quit. This is really choice three once you hear choice one. Choice one was vote me in, and this is what we're about to do. Because something's got to change. I can't do this anymore. Choice one was get me out of here. Well, I positioned it as choice two. But, yes, (laughs) in my head it was choice one. Uh, So choice one was um, we got to change things. Like, what we've been doing is not working. Um, I am not happy. Nobody's happy. You're not happy. Yes, you guys aren't happy when I'm not happy because I'm an asshole when I'm not happy, <laughs> right? So the idea was, all right, we're going to change some shit up. In so, their defense, you're an asshole when you are happy. That's mm, it's like half true, but yeah, yeah, more or less. So anyway, this is what I proposed. If you vote me in, this is what's going to happen. One, every piper in the pipe man is going to join the dojo. Two, every piper in the pipe band has to pass phase four before I have another practice again, another in-person practice. Uh, Part three, um, four of us will get together and practice in the meantime, prepping music, working shit out. Getting the breaks down. Doing advanced stuff that we can prepare so we have the time to prepare. Part four that was, um, we're going to say no to everything. Gigs, St. Patrick's Day, Highland Games, the concert maybe, but I wanted to phrase it in a way that would shock people. So I was like, "Well, the concert thing is the only thing that's going to shock people." Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, but I was like, nobody right. else wanted to play any of the other things. Some of them were arguing for the Vegas games, but not everybody. But anyway, the point was like, I want to shock them and be like, "No, we're we're not going to do a fucking thing until you get your act together." That was my point. I just wanted to shock people a little bit. And I put the concert in there because it's so far in the future. It's like it's hard to say no to it's hard to say no a year from now. But essentially, I want to be like, yeah, we're gonna go in like assuming it's a no until you prove otherwise. That was my plan, right? And that was it. That was basically my proposal. Like, vote me in, and this is what's gonna happen. Vote me out. Do whatever you want. I don't give a fuck. And there were so many uh, nominated folks right next to you. (laughs) There was a whole line of people that were like, yeah, I want to take over and lead this goddamn Motley crew. <laughs> Who else was there? Who else wanted to take over? Who's the first person that nominated me as soon as I gave this presentation? Oh, me. I believe. You. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You're like, I, don't I just want to go on record. I nominate you. Do I have a second? <laughs> I, yeah. I don't, I don't know anyone else dumb enough to take the job. Well, that's for sure. Dumb enough is a big... Well, mean. you also... It, I wouldn't say you're a dumb person. I would just say that, like, it's tied into your personality to a certain extent. Like, your personality, both online, offline, and also, like, the way you live your life, it's tied into being an authority in pipe band. 
Mm-hmm. I see where you're going with that, yeah. And also, you'd be the only person that could do the fucking job, so who was I going to nominate? That's true, <laughs> but... Yeah. I'm not going to do it. And that's the most important thing. Take that individually, every person along the line. Yeah. Like, I'm like, not going to do it. But to be fair, when I took over this job thir- 14 years, whenever it was, 14, 2007, I knew nothing. I was in Seamus's band for maybe two, three years, maybe. You knew more than your predecessors. Yes, but only because of my two years' experience with Seamus. Yeah. And, and that I was genuinely curious. But also, and we've talked about this before on the show, like, the could you imagine if us now could travel back 10 years in time and be like, oh, by the way, here's the important things about bagpipes. Well, I've learned a ton in the Nobody knew years. shit on the West Coast. I learned so much in 10 years. Well, some of them knew. Like, I bet you Colin Armstrong knew, but nobody was sharing that information. Well, he was too busy putting on his eyeliner. Or... I don't know which, but either way, <laughs> Seamus knew, but he didn't know how to explain it in a way that any normal people can understand. <laughs> so going back, going back to the AGM thing, because I think this would be, you know, our audience, our audience loves when we just break it down emotionally. Oh, absolutely. Because everything about music You were emotional, emotional about this, man. When? The, the whole process of the AGM. Oh, my God, yes. Incredibly emotional. Because so, I care. I This matters to me. Yeah, so fucking talk about it. Well, okay, so the AGM happened. I posted this email. It might be worth posting to the Discord. I don't know. But uh, just let them see what I said. But then, I, but I'm not a great speaker, as you well know. But I, if I have time to like if it's any plan it out and think it through. You're not a great writer either. I'm okay, Redder, but I also need some like direction. Like it's all but a stream. Of con- it's all like, a stream of consciousness. I, I read this, and I've known you for a very fucking long time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like this was came from the heart. I texted you as soon as you posted it, and I was like, "Shit, dude, that must have taken a toll." Oh yeah, big time. You you texted me right away, like that that was good. I'm like, oh, it, was, it was hard. It was hard to hit send. Yeah, and, man. and you're like, no, and I'm like, it took a lot of emotional it needed, energy out of me. It like, no, to but it needed to be said. And because I'm not a great communicator, I am not Ronald Reagan, the great communicator. Sure. <laughs> That's what he was known as. Um, but uh, like, you don't hear it until it's too late. Often with me, and which is a problem that I have. There's no doubt about that. Like, I just like give people the benefit of the doubt, and I hope that they figure it out on their own. Which is a, probably a bad mentality as a leader of an organization, where you're like, you, especially a teaching organization. That's what you're supposed to do. And I don't mean like teaching the nuts and bolts of piping. It's about what is this whole thing all about? What are we what are we trying to accomplish here as an organization, as a culture of musical people? And it's like, is it music or is it culture? And I don't mean culture like culture of the organization. I mean like is it wearing the kilt? Could you could you let me know when I can interrupt? Jump in whenever you want. So you are in my opinion basically halfway on your journey because you you love to say like oh well you know i'm just not a good leader and i don't inspire people and that's like a thing and mm-hmm. blah and i'm working on it and blah, blah 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 you're so far along that from when i first met you it's fucking insane like you're at least halfway to a point to where people would be like oh yeah i'd follow that fucking guy 
You remember? You, do you remember when I first met you? What a cold son of a bitch you were. No. Yeah. It was wild. <laughs> I, I don't know your perspective. Well, I mean, you've talked shit, but I don't know. As as fifteen year old Josh at in two thousand, you were when I first met you. You were basically a fuck. You were Dexter. When I'm I met still, you. I'm still that way though. I'm no, super cold. People dude. tell me that all the time. You give a shit. My, okay. You hide it. You hide it. Oh, I absolutely care, but I hide it incredibly you well. You hide it fairly well. I wouldn't say incredibly well, but you give a shit, <laughs> and oh you God, didn't dude. used to. Like back in the days when we we're just like playing rock gigs and doing wet t-shirt contests and whatever. <laughs> You didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I was twenty you years were a old. Fucking, you were a fucking sociopath. Oh, absolutely. Like nowadays, you give a fuck. Otherwise, you wouldn't be putting the effort in that you do. Right. So I think you might have to realize the fact that you've come a little bit of a way. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're not. You're not going to be fucking mother hen. But nobody should be because that's a stupid role. Right. I agree. But you've moved. <laughs> I've watched it. We've been yeah. friends for almost two decades. Yeah, dude, that's a long fucking time. <laughs> You've moved. <laughs> Let me tell you I what. Think, I, think you, I think you need to basically just refocus. And, you know, this is a great opportunity, right? Because we're not doing anything for December. No, nothing. Not until January. January's not doing anything. Fucking pipe band's not doing anything. Nope. Fucking center your goddamn chi, bro. Well, that's I'm gonna go home and center my chi. <laughs> yeah, that's because that's the most uh, yeah that's gonna be stressful environment. Yeah, it's gonna be possible. really it's gonna be really calm and patient. Don't get me wrong, I love your parents, <laughs> but oh, it's gonna be amazing. If you if you think that you're in the same place now that you were in like 2009, you're mistaken. Well, everybody changes, of course. I mean, I'm aware of that, but your beard grows proportionally to your caring for other people. <laughs> Well, that's the thing that kills me is like, I swear to God, and this is eye opening. People think like, I must have malevolent intentions because the resistance is like, like I'm out for myself. And maybe maybe that's my own interpretation of it. But if you were out for yourself, you'd be way more successful. Absolutely, because there's so many opportunities to be out for yourself, and I've I've witnessed people do that. But um, no, I'm just saying you would be like. More successful and oh no, I know what you mean. Rich and (laughs) rich and yeah, there's opportunities to just like tell people what they want to hear, and then like as if you were out for yourself, you'd you'd be doing well. A la Ian, you would live you would live next door to Ken. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's still a piper. Don't get me wrong, but hold on. So sorry, I was worried about the fact that we had the fan. (laughs) You can cut that out. Yep. By the way, now greatest tip for podcasters everywhere is one compression two reduce background noise or noise whatever they call noise it noise reduction. reduction yeah you can do capture noise print noise <sighs> fucking hell people i did that on the uh, chicago thing i made uh, that's so important uh okay so we gotta close up agm aftermath what's the new plan so the plan going forward and this is what i learned is Sometimes people really want direction. And I've always erred on the side of, like, give them what they want. And I think that maybe it's this is a learning lesson for me 14 years later, that they people want to be directed. So 
we had a couple of resistant people that wanted to have things on the calendar because that motivates them to do something. And, and my big response to that, because almost I'd say th- at least three, maybe four people had that opinion. Like I want to have a thing on the calendar, like Vegas games. We want to compete count uh, concert, whatever it was, whatever the various things were I'm like, yeah, but like we've done that every year. And guess what? We get, we get sidetracked, we get overwhelmed and then n- no actual improvement happens. So what makes me think that next year is going to be any different than every other year we've ever done. Right. And nobody really had a response for that other than they wanted to have something on the calendar to work for, which to a certain extent I understand, but I also disagree with like, and that could be my own fault that, but I think people should be wanting to motivate to be better as a player and everything else will come to you. Right. The reason we ended up in Ireland and could handle what we did was because we had solid fundamentals to begin with. If we were any of any other member of our band at that time, nobody would have been able to pull it off. Not a soul. But because we worked towards that and had that mentality of, and this is the thing that I think service bands do wrong uh, as a general statement, is we prepare in case something comes up. They prepare when something comes up. That's a huge difference. Huge difference in mentality. And if I'm going to be in charge, I want you guys, you uh, you guys, meaning the pipers, drummers, whatever, to prepare so you're ready when it does come up. Because it's coming. We all know the cycle. There's St. Patrick's Day. There's competition. There's other things. There's the funeral that comes up. Whatever it is. I'm all about like being ready for it when it happens, not preparing for it when somebody calls me and that's a huge difference in mentality and I, and that's important. And that's essentially what the AGM was all about. And what I kept, kept hammering people with is like, let's be prepared, prove yourself, do the things we ask you to do. Like, and the dojo is all about like, it's all about your long-term growth. It's not a selfish thing. Like it sounds like Andrew comes across like a fucking snake oil, snake oil salesman to a certain extent. Cause he hammers you constantly with stuff. Right. But the mentality is is correct, hundred percent correct, and I'm not saying this because I work for him. I'm saying this because I believe it, in the sense that like, prepare yourself so you're ready for the things that happen, right? And to me, that in I might be wrong compared to what you you're want not. out of the bagpipes. Like, you're not wrong, but that's what I want out of it. And and if I'm in charge of an organization, that's where I want my people to believe. And that's, I think that's important. Like what's for me, it's all about music. Music is more important than anything. I'm not fucking Scottish people. I don't know if you know this. I have no, as far as I know, I have no Scottish influence at all. Everybody does. I just love bagpipes. I love the music. And, and this is the thing I was going to, it's a fucking fun instrument. I was going to, I was going to joke around. Mike called me. Mike's fuck face called me a couple days ago. He's like, dude, I wa- he watched the entire two hours of the AGM because we recorded it and posted it, right? And he's like, I watched the whole fucking thing. He's like, dude, you are so consistent in your, in your presentation and your mannerisms. It's remarkable. He's like, you're so dry. I'm, he's like, I would have been fucking fired up. I would have been angry at people. I would have been like calling people out. And I'm like, you can't like, do that. He's like, I, I, I don't But I know that. I'm like... I can't like 
call people out and yell shit. Like, I want you to buy in. I want you to be part of this thing that we're going to be. It's going to be better than anything you've ever been part of. Can't drag. You got a hook. You got a hook. But it's like, it's all about consistency. And to my opinion, like what I respond to is consistency of presentation. Always. And I'm poor at presenting this, I think. I'm not good at like saying it over and over and over again because I, I, you're an intelligent human being. If I tell you, thank you. Well, you know, <laughs> but if I tell you something, I, I kind of expect you to maybe my own detriment to grab onto that, understand it, and process it, and then take it out the other side I to a positive do quickly. Right? Most, a lot of people don't do that. I'm very bad at understanding that humans aren't naturally that way. Like you do that, I do that. A lot of people do that. Not everybody does that. So we're both basically fucked. In a pipe band setting, that might be the case. Fusco, are you going to give an outro that you can use in you editing this podcast? Oh, I got to edit this fuck. Let's go with final thoughts. Josh, everything I presented here today as the AGM, be 100% honest about you were there. You witnessed my presentation. I was. What is the future of this band? Where are we going? And do you believe in what we're trying to do? I always believe in what we're trying to do. Uh, I don't know what the future of the band is. What I will say is it's going to be up to the individual members to actually fuck to save their species. Close statement. What I like about that statement, which we've used a bazillion times in the show, fuck your own, save your own species, is we have a method right now that I force them to do that they have to prove it. Like there's an actual system already set up that I don't have to do, you don't have to do. Guess what? I don't do shit. I can sign on the dojo and be like, oh, Cam Drummond said she passed phase four. Closing statement. Fusco. If Cameron Drummond says you passed phase four, guess what? That's good enough for me. I tell you what, if Cam likes what you're doing, great. Wait, get a clean cut of a f- closing. Uh, was that not clean? No, you were you were vamping. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> clean close. Clean close is this. It's important to prove where you're at. What you want to do. Where do we want to go? Whether you're a leader, a follower, a pipe major, a piper, a drummer, a drum sergeant, whatever it is, prove it. Prove that you're the pipe major. Prove that you're the pipe sergeant. Prove that you're the piper. Prove that you're the drummer. Prove that you're lead tip. Do the thing that they ask you to do. It's all about the system. That's what's most important. (laughs) 